Welcome to David Clark's We Are Superman podcast number 121. I am your host, Bill Stahl. This is what I feel is a really great Monday Power Play episode to rally you to have a terrific start to your week. And uh, speaking of the hockey metaphor, uh, I'm so sorry, North Dakota hockey fans, about what happened to your team on Saturday night in the fifth overtime. Not. Um, sorry, folks. Uh, I, I feel about North Dakota hockey about the same way I do about the Boston Red Sox. So just had to get that in. Uh, once again, I'm having a conversation with friend of the We Are Superman podcast, Gary Stotler, motivational coach and speaker and author of the book, Success is Spelled Action. Today, we talk about perfection and imperfection and how to prevent these feelings from getting you to commit to use just 1% of your day to move yourself forward toward whatever goals you have. Enjoy. Gary Stotler is in the house again in the We Are Superman podcast, along with uh, Mo the Kitten sitting on my lap here. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about perfection and imperfection. Uh, a lot of people have kind of lost momentum in the past year with their training, with their diets, with trying to improve their their healthy habits, whether it's um, in eating or maybe uh, staying away from bad habits they have like alcohol or addiction. And... A lot of people think they can't move forward unless they're perfect. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, nothing's going to go perfectly. We're going to have our ups and downs. We're going to have our shades of gray, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, what, what kind of things can people do to keep themselves moving forward and not get bogged down by the feeling that, hey, I'm not doing this well enough? Right. And it's so hard. There's many people that I talk to. They've just, I mean, they two weeks, right? Last year at this time, it was supposed to be two weeks off. And next thing you know, it went from two weeks to six weeks to an entire year. And so there's this overwhelming feeling of expectation about, I let myself go, or I'm, I'm really struggling. I don't know where to start. Or if I, I need to do this diet, or I need to do this exercise plan, or I used to be here, I used to be able to do this. And so if I can't do what I used to be able to do, then why should I even start? If I can't, you know, have several people gain 20, 30 pounds over the last year. And it's difficult. I, I understand that. But you're not going to lose all 20, 30 pounds in the next two weeks. It's no. about starting today and doing something. Right. And then continuing on to do that and to build that habit of consistency again. Because the body remembers, the mind remembers where you used to be. And so we can get there, but we do have to remember where are we today? Where do my feet sit today? and taking one step forward. And it's not about running, you know, 20 miles today. It's not right. about the intensity of it. It's <laughs> right. about rebuilding the consistency, but it's not about it's not about doing 100% for the next 100 days. It's about doing something for the next 100 days. Right. And it's about really theoretically after 2 days it becomes a habit again. It changes that direction. So if you can do something one day and then do it again the next day and then do it again the next day, next thing you know you're going a completely different direction in a hundred days, but it's not about doing a hundred percent. It's about doing one different thing every single day as best as you possibly can. And if you're supposed to do 20 minutes and you do 19, at least you did 19. 
Better right. than ze- 19 is 19 times better than zero, <laughs> in my opinion. It's bad math, but it, it does make sense. <laughs> That's right. what, math has never been my forte. <laughs> right. Yeah, and consistency is obviously the key word there. Mm-hmm. Um, just just doing it every day, something to keep towards that goal. You know, if it's your mission, then you're going to find the time. You will find the value in what you're doing as long as you stick to that mission that you've got. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of liked even on, on top of consistency, uh, Chris Nickich who is the young man who has Down syndrome, who completed the Ironman triathlon in, uh, I believe was in Panama City Beach, Florida, Mm -hmm. Uh, made a lot of headlines and, I mean, fantastic attitude on this guy. And his whole motto, and it's not original, but it was 1% better every day. Mm -hmm. So that's the key. I mean, he's, he's doing it consistently, but once you're out there doing it, you can improve each time. And his motto was, again, 1%. Uh, David Clark talked about when he first started running, he was 320 pounds. And yeah, he wasn't the first day, well, can I go out and do 20 miles today? Mm-hmm. Uh, he ran 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to die, he said. thought he was, you know. But you know what? He got out there and did it again the next day, and the next day, and the next day. The next day, he went from 15 seconds to, I think it was 30 seconds. And then, mm-hmm. you know, increased that a little bit. Again, that 1% type of improvement to keep moving forward. Absolutely. I started with a walk around the block. Right. And just went two blocks, four blocks, eight blocks. Right. And I think this is the most under talked about subject is people see what David did. People see what I've done. People see what this gentleman who did the Ironman has done. And they forget where we started because they see all the cool stuff that happens a year, two years, four years, 10 years down the road. But they forget that we all started right where our feet were at that moment. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it doesn't matter even if you weren't coming back from being, you know, 320 pounds, 400 pounds, whatever it is. Every one of us who, you know, somebody looks at me running 100 miles and, you know, hey, there wasn't anything special in my genetics that said I could just get out the door and go run 100 miles. I started off also with that very short run and had to build up. Exactly. 20 minutes is roughly 1% of our day. 20 minutes. That's it. Right. And if you... You're going to spend the other 23 hours and 40 minutes doing what you do. It's not about changing your whole 24 hours because that's, I mean, that's crazy. But if you do one, 1% 20-minute section differently and you just build that over a consistent time, you will be able to do more in that 20 minutes. If you do the best you can for that 20 minutes, let's say it's walking. Let's say it's running. So you run for 20 minutes. You walk for 20 minutes. You might go, uh, we'll say a mile, just to make it easy. Yeah. And you do that consistently for a week or two. Next thing you know, you'll be doing 1.1 miles in that 20 minutes. So you're getting better with that consistency. Next thing you know, you can do a little bit more. Maybe you go 23 minutes or 25 minutes now, and you're going two miles in that 25 minutes now. That will build over time with that consistency. It builds momentum. But the, the compound interest on this is confidence. Right. Because that confidence is what we really need to keep going when things get hard. If I'm going to go run 10 miles today and I'm not used to running 10 miles, it's going to suck. It's going to be hard. Can I do it? Of course. But should I do it? Mm, that might be, that might be <laughs> right. a little bit different uh, subject. But if I, if I do one mile every day for 10 days, then I'll be able to do more for the next 10 days and then more for the next 10 days. If I go run 10 miles today, 
I might not be able to run for 10 more days. And then to get myself over that hump to run 10 more miles, it's going to be really difficult. I can do it. Right. But then I'm going to suffer for another 10 days and not do anything. <laughs> and then it's just like peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. And that's what, that's what deludes our self-confidence is by having those peaks and valleys. So if we can build that consistency sure. and just build that confidence along with it, it allows us to level up much quicker in a much shorter period of time because we don't have the highs and lows of starting and stopping and you know that burst of energy that's needed to get us out for that super long day. Right. It just takes one little bitty change in that consistency over intensity which will turn that consistency will turn into intensity later on. We just have to build that fire in a, in a little bit better way. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing that can carry over to all parts of people's lives, right? Business, fitness, family, life in general, right? That, that one little piece of growth can, can make an enormous difference on our life. If we will have the patience and the persistence to just stick to the plan and stick to the process rather than getting that feeling and that expectation that things aren't happening fast enough for us. So they're not doing right. quick enough or, you know, Bob or Susie over there is doing more than I can. We have to focus on what we can do right, right. now because we don't know what Bob and Susie are doing. I don't know what you're doing. You don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. We're going through, we're all going through different things. So we have to do what's best, what the best we can, where our feet are, and we will grow to where we want to go in the future. No, without a doubt. And going back to the, the walking, running analogy, I mean, it adds up. Mm -hmm. As you say, it compounds. But, uh, I mean, think about, you know, if you went on that walking, running program where you start with, you know, very short and continue to build, you could probably end up with, say, 500 miles in the course of a year. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure when you look back, if you keep a, a journal, a log, whatever, and say, holy cow, would I have ever imagined I could have covered 500 miles in a year? Mm -hmm. you, would, you would have said, heck no. Right. There's no way. And, um, but the same thing in, in your business. You, let's say you're looking at starting a business, and sometimes it's just the first thing you have to do. Start that first piece, you know, set up your entity, set up your LLC, whatever it is. And the next day, maybe you're setting up your, your Facebook page and your, your, all your social media, and maybe you're, you know, going out and finding a place to start the business and hiring your first employees, whatever it is, mm -hmm. it compounds mm -hmm. and things start getting going. And next thing you know, you look back in a year and you're like, wow, mm -hmm. I started from zero a year ago. Mm -hmm. And now this business is up and off the ground. It all adds up together. Absolutely. Um, back to the running walking. If you want to know how quickly things can add up, 20 minutes of walking alone will get you about one mile. Sure. That's 365 miles in the next 365 days. If you did nothing more. And that's if you more. did nothing right. more. Yep. So let's say that you're, you know, you're super fit and you do one mile of walking. That's another 365 miles a year. Right. If you do nothing, that's 365 miles that you wouldn't have done before. Plus, again, you'll be able to get faster in that 20 minutes. So you'll do more. You'll get out there and you'll start to enjoy it. And so you'll do more. And so, I mean, literally the minimum you would do is 365. And I literally yep. have a lady. She <laughs> messaged me yesterday. Uh, she's from Europe. And uh, when the pandemic started, she reached out because she needed help. She's uh, today is three hundred day three hundred and fifty one days of at least twenty minutes. And nice. I mean, she was she did a hundred kilometers, uh, you know, several times in a month. 
since we talked. So she's, again, wow. she's not just doing the 20 minutes. She started with it. It gave her the confidence to grow, right. gave her the confidence to get over some of those barriers of entry of, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I don't know what diet to follow. I don't know what exercise thing to follow. And now she has so much confidence in herself that she's doing extraordinary things. And now she can't under, <laughs> she can't, she doesn't know what it's like to not move her body every day. Which right. a year ago, she had no idea what to do to move her body. And so yep. it's, it's that, that one little piece that adds up and it compounds into these huge things. And again, it's not about perfection. It's just about consistency. Right. Because are we going to walk at 100%? Are we going to run at 100% every single time? I don't know about well, anybody else, but I'm sure it's not going to. No, and if you're outdoors, it's not always going to be a great day. Right. You know, you may go out for wanting to do a two-mile walk, and it ends up being half a mile because the weather just is terrible. Mm-hmm. So, But that's, again, where you can't beat yourself up. You say, okay, well, it's half a mile today, but it's better than having not done anything at all. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I can go out and do two miles tomorrow. And, you know, it just, you, you maintain that consistency and, except the fact you're going to have days where the weather's bad, your ankle's hurting you, you know, you got a headache, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as you keep working at it, it's going to keep improving. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the, the, the motto of the Leadville 100, the Leadville race series, it really fits in here where it's, you can do more than you think you can, and you're mm-hmm. better than you think you are. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think once you get out the door, even if you say, hey, it's crappy out, I'm only going to do half a mile today. Once you get out there, you're probably going to be able to stick it out for a little bit more. And again, just keep building on that confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love coaching kids because of the confidence it builds. It goes from, I can run a 5K when maybe they couldn't have run before, but it translates over to everything else. Uh, they are doing something that's really extraordinary. They, uh, most of their classmates, 95% of their classmates cannot run 5K. Mm-hmm. And most of the kids on a cross-country team, let's face it, they are skinny. They're not the kids who are out there playing football or basketball, the marquee sports, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, Maybe they have some body image issues, some self-confidence issues. They are going out there and accomplishing something. Most of their classmates cannot. Mm-hmm. Maybe they never believed they could do themselves. And next thing you know, it's translating to their schoolwork, their social life, their uh, applying to colleges, what they're going to do down the road. And that's why one of the main reasons why I I love coaching high school cross-country and track because of what these kids are going to achieve and how it translates to everything else in their lives. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. That confidence in one area, it, it spills over into every single area of life. And fitness is a great place to start. Except for we're marketed to that it's so difficult to start. Because right. if, if you don't do this diet plan or if you don't do this workout exercise or if you don't pay you know, for this gym membership, then why even start? Right. It literally starts with a walk around the block. Yes. And if we're just willing to do that, then everything else can change with us. Someone once told me that extraordinary is just something ordinary done a little extra. <laughs> And that was huge for me. Right. It gave me it gave me the ability, it gave me the grace, it gave me the the ability to be imperfect and just do do something ordinary and just do it over and over and over again until it became extraordinary. Yeah. And, and so, you know, let's talk about diet for a second there, mm-hmm. because I think that's the number one area maybe, at least I think, that where people may feel imperfection leads to failure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
we, we live a, a daily life. It, you know, we're not in a bubble where, hey, we're not going to go out with friends and occasionally have something that's maybe not the healthiest thing to eat or maybe it's not part of our diet. Um, but people can get sidetracked or, or, or derailed mm-hmm. from their diet, eat, eat healthy eating plans so easily because they say, well, uh, I ate a pint of ice cream last night. I just, you know, for whatever reason, and that's it. I'm a failure. Uh, this isn't working for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. You're absolutely right. And I, to this day, I still don't have a diet or I've never followed a plan, quote unquote. I've never done anything like that. I, right. I just kind of have a rule that I do the best I can to eat what came from the earth and, you know, just don't go overboard on most other things. Right. But how I started was I just, I ate a little less and I added in fruits and veggies. So I call it the add in crowd out principle. <laughs> I added right. in fruits and vegetables. I crowded out overeating because that was my problem. And I just found opportunities to, to do better um, for fitness and health uh, reasons, which for me was walking. So I changed what I added or I added in fruits and vegetables. I crowded out junk and overeating. And then I just, uh, I had opportunities for growth through walking. And those, I mean, it, it's really as simple as that. Right. Did I eat, you know, I overate. I know I did. Yeah. <laughs> but I ate less than I did before. I didn't eat all fruits and vegetables, but I ate more fruits and vegetables than I did before. So if you're erring on the side of overeating, at least it was with fruits and vegetables least, as opposed to the fried, fatty, processed, crappy food. You got it. Yeah. And so naturally, I, I mean, I bet I probably cut 2,000 calories out of my diet without even really trying. Right. I didn't starve myself. Uh, I did have problems with that later on. But mm-hmm. um, when I first started, I didn't starve myself. I didn't go hungry. Um, I knew I finally felt what it was like to be hungry. That was a big deal for me, only eating sure. when I was hungry rather than just you know grazing the kitchen. But it was not about perfection. It was, it was about do the best that I can today, follow my plan. If I missed a day, A, if I screwed it up, don't blow the rest of your day. Avoid the big miss right. of, you know, uh, okay, I messed up breakfast, so screw it. The rest of the day's gone. I didn't do that, so that saved me a lot. And don't ever miss two days in a row. And what that did was it helped right. me build momentum because I started putting together streaks. Two days, three days, four days. And since, uh, per, let's face it, perfection is, is impossible. Right. It, it really is. And so by taking away the expectation of perfection, it actually gave me a chance to win. Yes. And just saying, what are the realistic, achievable goals that are still challenging, but they're measurable? And so by doing that, I was able to eat, add in fruits and veggies, crowd out the overeating, and then move my body. And that simple principle mixed with, you know, don't blow the rest of the day if you, if you quote unquote mess up and just put together as many positive days in a row as you can. Yeah. And that not having a second day in a row is huge when it comes to the addictive mindset, isn't it? Because anytime an addict messes up, it becomes a two-day, three-day, et cetera kind of thing. So if you can pull the plug on that before it gets to that second day, that's really huge, isn't it? It's, it's the difference between a lapse and a relapse. Day two yep. is the difference between a lapse and a relapse. And that's food, alcohol, drugs, exercise, whatever it is, the difference between a lapse and a relapse is day two. You bet. If you can, we all are going to fall off. Right. If, you just, if you just understand that we're all going to fall off at one way, shape, or form, 
then you can give yourself the grace to just step back on and get right back to it. Right. And I think it's that expectation and perfection. And, you know, it's, it's so easy. We can blame all sorts of things for that expectation, but it's not real. And so just know it's not going to happen. So why even measure yourself against it? Do the best you can with where you're at and you will work to where you want to go if you don't quit. Right. All right. Well, that's great stuff. I really appreciate uh, some thoughts there regarding perfection, imperfection, and how we can all keep moving forward, uh, having a little fall off or just not beating ourselves up over that imperfection and focusing so much on perfection to achieve a vision that is not realistic. And uh, by keep moving forward, uh, just keep that 1% improvement, that consistency, whatever it is, to get to realize our vision to achieve our goals. So appreciate all that great input. Uh, Mo the Kitten contributed nothing here. She just went to sleep on my lap, but uh, we will uh, look forward to yet another episode here. Thank you much. Yep, thank you. You bet. Thank you again for listening to the We Are Superman podcast. Please feel free to contact me if you are struggling with addiction or eating issues. There are answers for you. I can also help you get started in or advance your exercise program or with making changes to a healthier lifestyle. If you enjoy the podcast, please take a minute and give us a five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts. These five-star ratings help us rise higher in the podcast services search algorithms, helping more people find our show. The We Are Superman podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. And drop me a note and let me know what you think of the We Are Superman podcast. We are Your feedback is important because I'd like to keep providing content that is meaningful to you on a similar kind of level that David was able to provide to you. Until next time, get your vaccination, and I'm getting number two today, and always be positive.